I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. to episode 117 of the Burning Bush podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you joined me. And today we're reading the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 18, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible. And I'm smoking the Ave Maria Immaculata Bellicoso, 6 by 54. There's no information about this cigar on the Ave Maria website, so let's go on over to Cigars International and see what they have to say. The Immaculata Conception Another instant hit from master cigar blender A.J. Fernandez, a man whose portfolio of hits reads like the all-star team of cigars, if such a thing existed... This is a kinder, gentler, mellower Ave Maria and is well suited to most any taste preference. Only take this on if you're in the market for delicious, smooth flavors from start to finish. Ave Maria Immaculata is a wash in splendor. At hand, a golden brown and silky smooth Ecuador, Connecticut wrapper ensconces a well-aged blend of Cuban seed Nicaraguan long fillers for a taste that will satisfy your every whim. Mellow to medium in body, this high-end handmade caresses the palate gorgeously with notes of cream, cedar, white pepper, caramel, toasty tobacco, and a rich aroma of baked bread. The taste of this masterpiece lingers long after your last puff. And the profile is mellow to medium, Uh, The wrapper is Ecuadorian Connecticut, fillers are Nicaraguan, and the Vitolas, Robusto, 5x52, Toro, 6x50, Bellicoso, 6x54, Churchill, 7x48, and the Gordo, 6x60. That is the Ave Maria Immaculata. (laughs) 
So let's get back into this week's reading of the book of Matthew in chapter 18. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV. And verse 1 reads, At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them, and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And Spurgeon comments on verse 3, Truly I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Someone said to me, This is a growing day. Ah, I said, I hope we all shall grow spiritually. Which way, he asked, smaller or larger? Let it be smaller. That will certainly be the surest way of growth. If we can become much less today, we shall be growing. We have grown up, as we call it. Today let us grow down and become as little children, or else we shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And back to verse 4. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world for temptations to sin. For it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell fire. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. And Spurgeon comments on verse 10, See to it that you don't despise one of these little ones, because I tell you that in heaven their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. There is an angel to watch over each child of God. The heirs of heaven have those holy angels to guard them day and night. These sacred beings not only watch over the people of God, but they also at the same time see God's face. They do his bidding always and without question, obeying the voice of the Father and seeing his face all the while. And if these little ones are thus honorably attended by the angels of God, no one of us must ever despise them. They may be well-dressed, or they may be dressed poorly, but the angels attend to them like royalty, and therefore we should treat them as such. And back to Matthew verse 12. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep, and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it 
more than the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. And Spurgeon comments on verse 15. If your brother sins against you, go and rebuke him in private. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. Do not say, you must come to me. Go to him. He has trespassed against you. It is a personal affair. Go and seek him. It is useless to expect the person who does the injury to try to make peace. The injured one always has to forgive, though he has nothing to be forgiven. It always comes to that, and the injured one should, if he is of the mind of Christ, be the one to start the reconciliation. And back to Matthew verse 16. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle... One was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused, and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until, until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Matthew. 
Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, as well as today's cigar, also Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals, Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless, and the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And if you know anyone who needs to hear this, please let them know about the podcast and help share the message of the Bible, the hope we have in Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at steve at theburningbushpodcast.com, which is linked in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.